Are you in the market for top-notch digital equipment such as mills, scanners, or furnaces? Well, God, time is now. Ivaclar has introduced unbeatable rates exclusively for customers in North America. Ivaclar has made it easy for you to invest in cutting-edge digital equipment with Ready for this? Lower than prime interest rates. I think that's no pun intended, but whether you're looking to upgrade your milling capabilities, enhance your scanning technology, or optimize your furnace performance, Ivaclar Digital has you covered. To take advantage of this offer, the dedicated digital specialists at Ivaclar are ready to assist you. For details on how to get in touch, visit VoicesFromTheBench.com and select the Ivaclar tab to find all the information you need to get started. And as always, we appreciate your sponsorship of the podcast, Ivaclar. Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Greetings and welcome to episode 300 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Alvin. And my name is 300. We have got to be doing backflips right now. Awesome. Congrats. I remember when we hit 100, <laughs> I remember when we hit 200, and I can't believe we're talking about the 300th episode. Oh my God, we are, and we've got like, what, three months of interviews already locked and loaded for the next 300? <laughs> Not quite that many, but we got quite a few lined up for early 24. Yes. And if anyone is listening to this on Christmas, the day it's released... Oh, major props to you. <laughs> yeah, for listening to the podcast. <laughs> Not only is it 300 episodes, we have over 272 hours of content with us talking to amazing people in this industry. And we've gotten a couple props lately, like people that I've known in the industry were like, you know what? I really wanted to know something about something. And I listened to the podcast and I was just like, damn. You know, we hear it all the time. Pull it up, listen to that episode, you know, learn some stuff, figure out what you need to know. So I, I'm so I'm really proud. And thank you. And Merry Christmas. And same to you. Happy holidays for those that don't celebrate Christmas. Nope. I, I don't mean to boast our own amazing accomplishment, but damn, do I feel good about doing 300 episodes? Yeah, me too. Way back when, you know, five, six years ago. I didn't even know what a podcast was. And now we're going on 300. It's a milestone. Absolutely. You know, and let's celebrate in Vegas at the Visions meeting. Let's, you know, with all our friends, we should have a little bit of a get together party and just, you know, we should. We should. You know what? Also, I want to hear from anybody out there that's listened to all 300 episodes. Other than myself, is there anybody out there that say they've listened to? every single episode and what are we going to give them i think we should give them one of those amazing chicago shirts how about that that's not a bad idea we i bought seven so i I think we can give one up yeah you can give one of yours (laughs) i I am that's my point how do we have somebody prove that they've listened well i'll come up with a quiz that only diehard fans would be able to answer 
Wow. <laughs> Damn. I think that's pretty intense. Go that for it. Intense. I know it'll be Joe. Yeah, probably. Way He's to go, awesome. Joe. Hi, Joe. I got you a shirt, too. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about the shirts. These kind of skyrocketed last minute kind of decision to do shirts we've been selling them on our social media for a while but this is our first chance talking about it here on the podcast yeah 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 yeah. and it really wasn't even the shirt part that sold me on these things the company that we always use to sell shirts bonfire all of a sudden i get this email saying they're doing limited runs of zippered hoodies oh i love those i'm a big fan of a zippered hoodie like i have zero hoodies in my life but i probably have eight or nine zippered hoodies yep occasionally barb and i like to come up with a quirky t-shirt to kind of just spread some love in the dental lab world and also raise money for the foundation of dental laboratory technology which we're which by the way you're on the board finally which is a perfect spot for you yeah, they asked and I said, sure, why not? And so uh, happy to be part of the boards again. Yep. I kind of came up with this retro ad looking idea that says- how, you, how do you come up with these retro, any ad ideas? Like, what do you do? Like lay up all night long and think of shit? Well, yeah, I do reach out to the fans of Voices from the Bench. If you're on that page, you you probably saw my initial post of just looking did, for yeah. yeah something interesting to put on the shirt. And it just kind of grew from there. And I went to Google and looked at different images. And we came up with the, the saying, dental technicians making dentists look good since the 1700s. And I saw it go back and forth. Was it at that early? Was it yeah, later? There was... Quite <laughs> the spirited debate going oh, yeah. on about when the first dental technician was recorded in history. Because initially I went with the date of 1887. I know, I saw which, that. Yeah, which was when the first commercial dental lab was established. But some, uh, some Who interesting... Who came up with the 1700s? I know it was somebody. I don't know if you want to name them. But... No, no, uh, Apollo, a good friend yep. of ours, past yep. podcast guest, sent in an article from IDT Magazine that said that Paul Revere is kind of thought of as the first dental technician sometime in the early 1700s. Yeah. I had no idea. I bet it was horse teeth, wasn't it? Yeah, but of course. But you know, Paul Revere, that guy was like, the British are coming, the British are coming. Which He was a f***ing dental technician? Apparently. Oh my God. But it starts to make sense when you think about it, because he was probably the only one still up late at night working when the British came, and he was the only one that saw it. All right. Yeah, well, that sounds like (laughs) it. If the shoe fits. (laughs) I'm getting off on a tangent here. So yeah, we we put this great logo on the back of our shirt. So please head over to voicesfromthebench.com forward slash zippered. I had to call it something. And you'll find a link to these amazing hoodies. We also have shirts. We have long sleeves. Somebody wanted a tank top, so why not? I know, Elvis, but they're selling so many of them. They're going fast. I'm so happy. Uh, Yeah, and they're print to order. So you have to order it before January 6th of 2024. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. So giddy up. Giddy up. Giddy up. None of this BS about you contacting me on January 7th asking if you they're still available. That. Yeah. And people see us wearing them and everybody in Chicago wearing them. You're going to be like, oh, I want one. Well, yeah. come on. Let's yeah. Get, get on the ball here. So voicesfromthebench.com forward slash zippered. 
or any of our social media will be posting constantly about it. Nice. So this week, we kind of followed up from last week's episode. True to that. Well, we talked to Dr. Ahmad from the Institute of Digital Dentistry, and he briefly talked about the lady he met that ended up doing that amazing ExoCAD course that I keep talking about. And you're a student, so you know. I am. I am. Yeah. I haven't finished yet. I haven't let people know that I'm still working on it. <laughs> it was, of course, fate that I saw her on Instagram and knew that we had to have her on the podcast. All the way from Brazil, but via New Zealand, we got to meet Marjorie Andrade. Marjorie tells us a story of her learning about the world of teeth, going to school, getting into digital at her first lab, starting to do freelance design work in a non-creepy way, <laughs> connecting yeah. with the good folks at IDD, recording that ExoCAD course, and then moving across the world for the ultimate lab opportunity. She's got balls, y'all. Huge. Bigger balls. It's a fantastic story that we want you to remember while you're listening to this, that Marjorie started most of this journey less than five years ago. And not knowing English. It's pretty crazy. So join us as we chat with Marjorie Andrade. Whether you're looking to elevate your craftsmanship or looking to cut back on cost, look no further. Vita MFT teeth are the ultimate solution for creating lifelike and stunning smiles. Crafted with precision and backed by cutting edge technology, Vita MFT teeth offer unparalleled aesthetics and durability. And since Vita believes in the power of experiencing excellence firsthand, for a limited time only, they are offering you the chance to get a complimentary case sample. That's right, a full case absolutely free. Just visit VitaNorthAmerica.com forward slash free MFT. Don't wait any longer to start providing your customers a premium tooth at an economy price. Redeem your free case sample and if you're ready to buy, Vita will even give you an extra 10% off discount by shopping online on their newly launched online store. Join the Vita family today, and we appreciate your support of the podcast. Hey, it's Candular from Switzerland. We have been designing teeth since 1936. Successful tooth design knows only one benchmark, your own standards and dose of your patients. Discover our Toothline PhysioSet TCR with new 18 anterior molds, manufactured specially for the US market and your daily work at your bench. If you are looking for new options in removable, get to know us at candular.com and find out more. You will be supported and supplied by our authorized dealer, Edmunds Dental Supply. Candular. High end only. Voices from the bench. The interview. So, Barb, I'm super excited today. We have a very special guest on the podcast. Someone that has taken it upon herself to teach me ExoCAD without even knowing it. Nice. 
<laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Marjorie Andrade. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting Yay. me, guys. Yeah, I'm so happy. Yay. Happy to have Absolutely. you. Absolutely. The last episode we did, we talked to a doctor out of New Zealand, and we kind of touched upon oh, yeah. how you came into his life and indirectly into my life. Yep. But Marjorie, let's find out a little bit more about your history. How did you get into dental lab technology? <laughs> well, I would say that my career actually started like a long time ago, but that's not actually 100% true. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I left uh, high school and then I needed to decide something like what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And I was like 17, 18. I had some friends that they um, used to go to university already and were doing graphic design. So on the same building, they had also product design or industrial design. It got me interested because I always liked the, the idea of like drawing something and then bringing this idea to life. I think I, I always liked, you know, doing stuff with my hands, you know, like kind of handcraft and all that. Mm -hmm. So for product design, uh, I went to some lectures. I saw what it was and then I, okay, like I like this. I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. So are we talking like industrial CAD design? Yeah, like... When I started, it was like hand drawing, but it was, yeah, it was kind of like industrial product um, development. That would be something. Like what like. were you drawing? Just like buildings and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it was mainly during university. It was like furniture or product itself, like some, you know, oh, new, okay. new microwave or new idea for, I don't know. <laughs> just well, like, that's fun. I've yeah. never seen that. That's great. Yeah. Someone yeah. has to sketch out the microwave. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. I also didn't know like what exactly what it was. I just wanted to, you know, draw stuff and then bring them to life. Uh, <laughs> and at the time, it was about 10 years ago, 13 years ago, maybe. And they had one 3D printer there that mm -hmm. everyone needed to use and share with each other because there was only one at the time yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's why i say like my career also in, in dentistry and digital dentistry started like a long time ago because it was there that i you know started having a look at what 3d printing was what uh, 3d modeling was i was using other types of softwares not obviously not exocad but there was one called rhinoceros rhino rhino yeah yeah Okay. Yeah. Blender. We've heard of Blender. Oh, yeah, yeah, Blender. Yeah. Now they are doing more for dental stuff, but at the time sure. it was only for like... Um... Microwaves and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Furniture. <laughs> furniture. What did you do? You designed like the furniture or the microwave and then printed out a copy of it so you could take a look at it? Yeah. So that was the the idea at the time, but also like because it was so expensive to, you know, have the 3D printer and the... At the time it was F FDM filaments mm -hmm. you know not mm -hmm. resin oh yeah like yeah. the melted yeah 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 so we used to use a 3d printer only for specific parts and then the rest we would do with uh wood or metal or plastic whatever we had at the time and would just like manually build it <laughs> wow yeah now this this wasn't in new zealand where you're at now right no that was back in brazil um so yeah, I was, I'm from, from Brazil originally. I'm just in New Zealand for 10 months. 
But then, yeah, I was, you know, I, I got my degree on this area, um, industrial mm -hmm. design. Uh, but then happened that I didn't really like it that much when I was, you know, looking for work. It wasn't so good, you know, the, the, the payment and all the compensation and all that. And I was starting to get a little depressed over it. I was like, I just spent four years of my life and, and now like, yeah, now what am I going to do? Yeah, as, <laughs> exactly. And then in 2018, my mom was driving and she saw like a, like a poster or something from a dental tech school. Ah, and then, hmm. yeah, she looked online. She saw that it was kind of like the same thing, but different. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, but a lot of like handscraft and there was a bit of digital already and then she told me like why don't you look it up like never know right and I was like yeah okay I'm gonna look it up see what's up and ended up that I loved it I'm just like I'm very passionate about it and since then it's just like been a crazy ride <laughs> so did you call that company with that was on the billboard and get a job there or did you just go online and check it out and see what it was about and then what yeah so that uh the poster was about the a dental tech school because in brazil it's not like a like a degree it's uh, like polytech mm -hmm. so i just yeah i called them it was in my city i was just like can i just let you know go and, and see what do you guys up to you know like yeah. how, how does it work i went there i saw some classes i was pretty interested i liked it a lot and then i think the same year i applied to to the course to the dental technology course wow yeah and then i started it was a uh, 2018 i spent the first year not working in the area i was still doing some like other jobs because I had no experience, right? So nobody would, yeah. yeah, nobody would hire me. So I was just like going to class, trying to get a knowledge about, you know, dentistry and all that. And then I would apply for a work later. <laughs> so you didn't go right into the digital aspect of the school, so or the class. What what do they teach you? I mean, I'm sure they was it all analog. Yeah, yeah, it was all analog, and it took me a while to find out about digital because I had no idea and. I think in Brazil, things are a bit slower. Like, I don't know how it is in the U.S. with the dental tech schools, but there it took, you know, a lot of time for them to include that in the curriculum. It's the same here. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. taken a while just to stay up on the trends and the technology and for money. Sure. And, yeah. Right, right, right. So it's actually a funny story because I graduated uh, 2020, only mm -hmm. two years, and... <laughs> It's a bit weird because it's only once in a month. It's like two days in a month, not like every day. School? Yeah. Wow. You went two days a month? Yes. For two years? Thanks, yes. mom. That is strange. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's very difficult to validate the diploma everywhere else because, you know, the standards, for example, here in New Zealand, it's almost like a bachelor. You go to dental tech school yeah. like every day. You know what I mean? So the hours, is they are very different. So that's why like it's it's very difficult to, to validate the, the diploma. How big was your class? Was there a lot of people doing it? It was around 15. I mean, it started like 20, but then people started dropping. <laughs> well, like, yeah. I mean, you only go twice a month. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it's funny because like, uh, I think that gave people the opportunity for like, there were people from Paraguay, no other 
other countries that would drive 15 hours to go to the to the class. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's why they did it just once every month. But the the bad thing is, well, I didn't learn a lot. Obviously. No. <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't retain anything. <laughs> that that's how I felt. That's why like I was like I'm not prepared to work anywhere i know nothing you know <laughs> so yeah af after around two years i i graduated and then i went back to the director from the school and i said look because i was already working uh, i'm gonna you know explain the story but it's funny because yeah. I, i went back and then i said look i know about something about digital do you want me to you know give lectures to the um, new classes because i think that it's important like you you cannot ex escape this anymore it's coming like a wave and you guys need to you know update because it's gonna Good for be you yeah. so what you yeah. just knew you wanted to teach yes exactly so i was like mm -hmm. listen like just just call me and i'll come and then <laughs> i went there for a couple of couple of days to you know give lectures about digital dentistry and uh, while you were still taking the course or after you graduated it was like shortly after i graduated okay yeah, <laughs> yeah like a couple months yeah and what did you teach among where did you get your experience with digital if the school didn't have it no no not the school <laughs> so after one year that i was taking you know the, the classes it was 2019 i started uh -huh. to you know knock on labs doors and, and i was like hey My name is Marjorie. Do you mind if I just, you know, come in and watch you guys work? And most of people were like, uh, we're kind of busy. Sorry, <laughs> which yeah, I understand. That's kind of creepy. What are you doing? <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I kind of understand now that I work in a busy lab. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. But then, <laughs> but then there was this one lab owner that was friends with my uncle. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. yeah, I went to my uncle and I said, like, look, can you talk to him? I just want to, like, I don't want to get paid. I don't want anything. I just want to be there and just watch them work, see what they're doing. So I did that for a couple of months. And then after that, I applied for a apprenticeship in another ah, lab. Yep. Smart yes. woman. Yes. <laughs> so I, I started doing the, the basics, like plaster, you know, cleaning the lab, doing some, yeah, basic work. Sure. Uh, yeah. But um, that was 2019, and then I stayed doing that for around a, a year, uh, doing only analog and, you know, provisionals, uh, plaster and all that. And then in 2020, right before COVID, like just like a month before COVID, mm -hmm. I got a job at a full digital lab. Ah, good for you. Yes, and then, but I know, knew nothing. <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, that's what I was going to say. Why did they hire you? I'm going to ask a bad question. <laughs> if you well, didn't have any digital experience, yeah. they, they're willing to teach you at all? So I think I was a bit annoying because I went there probably like five times. You know, I was oh, just like. <laughs> persistence. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't it. need that. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I was just passing by the street, just came to say, hi, how are you guys doing? You know, like. <laughs> and Remember then, me? Exactly. <laughs> and then I think they saw potential, I guess. And we saw each other, like the guys from the lab, the owners, and mm -hmm. me, we were at the same event. It was like the biggest dental expo in South America. It happens in oh, Sao Paulo nice. every two years. Mm -hmm. yeah so we went there and I met them there it was not like mm -hmm. you know they just saw me and they're like oh hey 
hey, you're here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. She's following us everywhere. <laughs> it's like this creep going everywhere. Uh, and I think they saw that was like, I was very interested and very like yeah. persistent. I think that's why they bet on me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Weren't you able to use your original skills from, you know, when you first went to school? Did it, did it marry up pretty quickly and easily for you once you actually got a digital job? I think it actually helped me a lot because I definitely I learned way faster than everyone or yeah. anyone that I knew at the time. And also, I think something that also happened is uh, they were changing the team because it was a small lab, but they had mm-hmm. the Serona system, like the milling oh, machine. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like the ceramist and the guy who did a bit of digital they were leaving so there was no one in the in the company <laughs> just the oh owners. it's always oh, trial by fire in what we do here you go sit yes. down and design a tooth exactly that was exactly how it was <laughs> yeah so you started on serona in lab yeah you know like when i got in the lab like they changed the ceram- the ceramist and the other guy and then I came in with another ceramist. It was just the two of mm-hmm. us. And they had only the in-lab at the time. And it was, you know, like kind of weird. I don't know. I think they found out about ExoCAD right in the beginning. And they said, yeah. like, are you interested in learning? And I said, yeah, of course. Like, I don't even know what that was, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then they paid uh, a, like, private professor, like, teacher to come teach me. Oh wow! Yeah, Exocat, and then he stayed in the with us in the lab for six days, like nice. from basics to advanced. But I mean, like I didn't understand anything on the advanced part. You wait, you learn dental technology in a two-year, twice a month <laughs> program, <laughs> and you learned Exocat in six full days. <laughs> I think yeah I think so but I mean it's insane it wasn't good though I I have to say (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah I mean the ceramist he was like what the hell are you doing you know (laughs) like every time (laughs) and then they he would spend hours with me just correcting my work because you know I could do the workflow I could understand the tools but I didn't know anything about tooth like what makes a tooth what it is you know what i mean sure yeah. yeah and then the ceramist he would sit down and just like show me no this is a ridge this is like this you have to do it like this not like a block you know you have to have ridges and it's a three-dimensional object you have to do like this this is and yeah that's how that's how it was teeth touch man <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i spent there around um also like two years yeah wow yeah, so in the beginning was just me and the ceramist. And then I think also, like, I learned a lot because it was just me and him. So, like, he would give me 100% of his attention and correct me everything, teach me about aesthetic because he was very into, like, aesthetic work. He was, mm-hmm. a, like, yeah. amazing, amazing ceramist. And he probably wanted better work out of you. Yes. So it, it behooved him to teach you. That's great. Yeah, that's yes. a great partnership because you were able to give him what he was looking for and he was able to show you what he was looking for. Therefore, it's like a perfect marriage. Yes, exactly. And yeah, I think that I understand now like how he would, you know, spend so much time teaching me because this wasted time, kind of like, you know, wasted time would be something that he would waste 
you know, correcting my anatomy and all that, having to all sometimes even remake from scratch. You know, you you would mill an Emacs and he would spend one day just like, you know, giving that. Yeah. 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 Take it from a ceramist. I work with my digital designer one on one and we create our smiles together. And it's so helpful because at the end of the day, she and I are seeing things exactly the same. And when it comes out of the mill, you know, it's just such a better product. Yeah. Yes. I know now because I'm doing also some of the finishing mm-hmm. and, you know, like um, finishing and staining, glazing and all that. And then I can see the difference and how the digital like can take so much of my time or not, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so true. Was the ceramist nice about <laughs> teaching you, or is he one of those crabby old ceramists? No offense, Barb. No. Was he one of those crabby old ceramists that was angry all the time because he wasn't getting what he wanted? Oh, uh, he was definitely stressed, but he was nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I think it does make you a little crazy if you get a central and it's like two and a half millimeters thick on the facial and you got to grind that sucker back and then fix the line angles and the contacts are tight and the margins are thick and oh, it does. I can totally <laughs> see it. It makes you a little crazy. So yeah, so it benefited him to teach you because it probably made his life a hell of a lot easier too yeah most definitely yeah he i mean he was i mean now that i'm again working at a busy lab i can see why you know because he would stay long hours sometimes i would go home and he would stay later you know and it takes a toll on you know you and and so i every time he was he was 90% nice, but then sometimes we would get... <laughs> we would get aggressive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We would get a bit sour with each other, but I think that's normal in every like relationship, even like work relationship. Oh, yeah. Especially if there's just two of you. Yeah. No one else to be angry with. So. Yeah, he has to be angry with me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So six days with ExoCAD. So I don't use ExoCAD. So what did you like best about that design software? You know, I used Serona before and I nowadays I see three shape and I can compare a little bit, but um, since I didn't use it as much as I use ExoCAD, I, I can't really point out, you know, all the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. But what I can say, like, about ExoCAD is it's a bit of a learning curve, like a longer learning curve, because there are so many options, so many tools, so many ways to get to the same result, but in, like, different ways. You can go, like, on the expert mode, and then you can you know, navigate through the steps without one actually, um, you know, being in the way of the other step, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's what I like, the freedom of, you know, being able to do basically anything. And also, you know, after you learn it, because there are so many tools, when you actually get the hang of it, when you actually understand, I think it's the most powerful CAD software that I've seen so far. I know there's like people that defend one and defend other, (laughs) but since I'm a big ExoCAD user, I mean, like I know the possibilities I've seen. I'm in the groups. I see what people do. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, makes a lot of sense to somebody that doesn't use it, but we've heard that a lot. Elvis and I have interviewed ExoCAD users and the different design softwares, but it always, we always hear that there's so many different tools and so many different ways to get to where you're going that that's what they love most about the software. 
Yes, yes. There are so many options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit overwhelming, but that's the thing. Like when you actually, you know, learn all the things, all the little, you know, tweaks and all that, then you're like, when you're stuck in in the work and then you're like, oh, in the other softwares, you might have to restart from scratch when you, right. you know, bump into something that was not planned. But mm -hmm. in ExoCAD, you get, have a lot of ways to actually go around it and, and, you know, make it work and not have to start from scratch. That's what I like the most. Isn't that something, though, that you have to really dig in and figure out, though? I'm sure you spent hours and hours and hours and hours learning all of those different things just to become a teacher and be able to teach it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, as I said, like I had the, the industrial design background. So I remember when I was in college that the professor was teaching about rhinoceros, for example. And I was the student that we, we used to like help the others because I was yeah. always like finished early and then I would go and, and help everyone else. So I think also like I'm a gamer and I'm a bit of a nerd. So that kind of helped. So me, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think this like um, background of being a bit of into technology and into, you know, um, this kind of thing kind of helped me. Yeah. In ExoCAD, it's kind of like an open system. You can go and change default parameters. If you go to the, you know, uh, the codes that developers use to create the, the software. Uh, yeah. You can do that in ExoCAD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Crazy. can change everything, like all the icons. That sounds dangerous. Like. Yeah. For me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can end up crashing the, the software, but that's why like I always do a backup. Like I save the, the file before I change anything. Because yeah. if I do something wrong, I just go back. <laughs> <laughs> so for example, I even like when I was doing the course for IDD, I went so deep into that that I actually like I created my own virtual articulator. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I changed the colors from another uh, virtual articulator and then I did some like changes on the colors and all that and then I could import my own virtual articulator in the software just by changing the codes from inside the software so that's for me it's like that's crazy you know wow I'm just surprised there's software out there that allows you to do that because <laughs> so much could go wrong yeah exactly <laughs> but they do like they do say like if you want to go there just be careful <laughs> you know? yeah tread lightly yeah. if you go there you better be smart enough to get out of there is my thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah you were working with the one ceramist what what took you to new zealand so, yeah, I spent two years in that lab. We grew during that. Like, uh, it was just me and him. And then there was another ceramist. And then I was designing for both. And then at one time I was like, no, I, like, I'm too busy. Ah! Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know? yep. And then they hired someone to help me. But it was also someone that was learning. So I used to teach this new guy. And then he would help me. But also... The same that happened to me in the beginning, like I would spend hours just correcting his work and all that. So, mm. yeah. So at one uh, at one point, I was doing also um, freelance design during my extra hours. Wow. Yeah. So I would have some. You designed all day and, and then you went home and designed for other people. <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> That's a bit crazy. But I would stay so late, like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And then I would wake up and go to work 
And then, you know. Oh, my gosh. Just, yeah, that's why I took all my energy and all my, you know, everything that's that I probably had. You're like, you were like, all right, get somebody else in here or I'm going to snap. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I was, I was feeling at the time. Yeah. And then, you know, I think I see a lot of this freelance designing happening most mostly in, you know, third world countries. <laughs> um, yeah. I get emails almost once a week. Oh, that's of, or a message on Facebook or Instagram. Or what? Yeah. People wanting to do designs. I was like, I don't even have designs for you to do. They yes. just see my name. I'm associated with a lab. And I get the messages all the time. I have no idea how legit they are. Wow. I don't know, but. Yeah, it's it's been getting a bit crazy. Like, I, now that I'm working in New Zealand, I also get these approaches. Yeah. Like people wanted to, <laughs> to freelance. And then it's like. Uh, one dollar per unit. I'm like, what? One dollar per unit? What are you doing? That's like nothing. That's Jeez. nothing. I mean, like, uh, it's hard to say because I know that for some people that's a lot. You know, like if they sure, yeah. Because one dollar yeah. in like really undeveloped countries, that's um, that's a lifesaver. But at the same time, I'm looking at the market right now, and I'm like, okay, like what's going on with this? Like, where do we go from here? If it's one dollar, it's gonna be fifty cents, and then it's gonna be ten uh, cents, and then like, nothing. you know. Yeah. How can you even afford the software doing it that cheap? That's what I don't get. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they use the legit one. <laughs> oh, I got one of those messages too. Wanted <laughs> 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 to sell me bootleg software of ExoCAD three. I was like, what? Yes. What could go yeah. wrong? <laughs> yeah. I mean, people. Yeah, they they go crazy. They go crazy, and and you know the there was a ExoCAD experts group. I don't know if you yeah, were, uh-huh. yeah, and it got like shut down f- from Facebook because of the piracy and and oh, all this geez, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think like yeah, I feel the freelance market now it's like Hunger Games. It's just like <laughs> people killing each other. It's crazy. So when you started, were you using the software from the lab, or did you purchase your own? Yeah, I was using from the lab, yeah. Oh, that's nice of them. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, you know, at, at one point, it was not, you know, it was not, like, so good anymore because I was getting so tired. And also, I just felt like I needed a bit more free time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Social life, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and so I told them that, like, look, I, I can't do this anymore. I just, like, need... Uh, I'm going to do just freelancing like from now on. Yeah, I like did some of that. But right after that, I met Dr. Ahmad, which was so crazy because I was approaching people like these emails that you're getting. (laughs) So that's how you did it. You just reach out to random people. But I'm not like in like, um, you know, a creepy way. Yeah, not in a creepy because, you know, I'm <laughs> not a, in a creepy way. I'm, I'm being a smart ass for him. How, how hard you tried to get into your first lab and Elvis said, that's a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like trying to at first get like a, a interaction because I think that's important, right? Because yeah. like, oh, I agree. Yeah. Because that's totally if you're just like, hey, my name is this. I do this. My price is this. And let me know if you need something. That's a bit. No, like not not personal. Yeah, like not personal, yeah. and just uh, it doesn't feel right because I always like to have communication with the clients. I think that's so important, you know, because what I do 100% depends on what the patient wants, and if there is no communication between, you know, the cat designer and the person 
requiring, you know, the freelance, I don't actually know what to do. And then I will, you know, do something that the patient doesn't want. And then the, the, the work is going to be declined and, you know, it's just so much work. So I like this communication thing. And that's how I, like, I followed Dr. Ahmad first. And then I, you know, liked some posts. I sent some, mm -hmm. um, when he posted the stories, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. Well, and then at a point I was like, look, uh, if you want to work together, like uh, I'm a freelancer from Brazil. And then he was right away. He said, like, come work with us. That's, that's the first thing he replied to me. Not, yes, let me send you some work. <laughs> it was come halfway across the world and work for us. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like. That's pretty ballsy I, of him. Yes. <laughs> that was him being creepy. <laughs> he didn't even know me. And I was like, are you sure? Like, do you want to like talk first? I don't know. And then I think he saw my work because I'm very active on social media. I think he. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was saying he does that a lot. He follows people on Instagram and checks out what they're doing. So I'm sure he was impressed, obviously. Yes. Uh, so I was very lucky that um, that's why I always tell people how important Instagram is, because it's not only social platform. It's just like it completely changed my life. And nowadays it's just the most powerful tool, you know, to, to do anything, to do any kind of work. If you got a good Instagram and it, that's basically your portfolio online and people, yeah, you know, contact you. Yeah. Yep. That's how half the people get on this podcast, exactly. to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> Bingo. See, see. So he contacted you and said, come work. Well, so how long did it take for you to say yes? Like, where did you go from there? Yeah. So at first I was like, are you crazy? Okay, yeah, there had to have been that moment. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I think the first thing I did was like open Google and like, New Zealand. <laughs> and then yeah. where is New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> because if you think about it, it's like very small. Like I know it's yeah. well known for nature, you know, like Lord of the Rings and all that. Yeah, movies, Lord of the yeah. Rings. But overall I was like, okay, like how what is New Zealand? Like what do they do? What do, what did they eat? Let's see. Like Sure. <laughs> and especially for me, like if you go from Brazil to the, you know, Australia or New Zealand, it's so far away. It took, it took me two days like, wow. just to, to arrive here. So it took me around like one month to get back to him. I was thinking about it because I had just bought a, an apartment off the plans in Brazil. Mm -hmm. mm. So I was paying monthly, you know, they were still building the apartment. So I was very excited, you know, to, to have my sure. own apartment. It's just like a big big thing to me right? right and I was like I'm gonna leave everything behind and just start all over again in a new country so I had to think about it like that that's huge right yeah yeah so yeah I think it took me like one month and then I was like you know what if I if I don't do it I will never know and it will always be that what if you know what what if yo, yo, yeah yo. did you talk to your mom about it and be like okay you got me in this career <laughs> yeah, <I'll get> <laughs> <decide> now. <laughs> yeah like my mom it was very cute actually because i mean the english that i have now talking to you guys it was like way worse one year yeah. ago it was like <laughs> you can see by the course uh, it's not like this. <laughs> it's yeah you're better now yeah not that it was bad but yeah yeah yeah. it's just like i learned english like you know in school and all that it's not like no talking every day being able to to train every day is sure. different 
Yeah. yeah. And then I did the, the online interview with Dr. Hamid, which is the, uh, Dr. Ama's uh, father. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to talk to his dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the kind of like the, the lab owner. And then yeah. I was uh-huh. like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. And we did the interview and my mom was actually like, uh, listening behind the door she didn't tell <laughs> yeah like I didn't know that and then when I opened the door she was crying and then she hugged Aww. me and she's like I'm so Aww. proud of you and we cried like I, I just because I think also she knew that I was going <laughs> so yeah it was that moment when she she like okay I'm losing my girl yeah oh my god yeah. Yeah. I get emotional just to think about it oh, but she's very proud like she always says she couldn't be more proud of the you know, a small amount of time that I'm in the industry and, you know, being courageous to just leave everything behind and go to a new country. And yeah, just, it's, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> Great word. I mean, as young as you are with apartment and all the learning to just be like, you know what, I'm going to do it. Like that's, like you said, two days, two full days away. I mean, that's a long way away, leaving your family and just going for it. It is courageous. Yeah, it's crazy. But when I started talking to Dr. Ahmad, I saw about the Institute of Digital Dentistry. And, you know, the lab, the lab that I work for is IDD lab, which is Mm -hmm. kind of part of the Institute as well. Mm -hmm. And I saw they had so many like different 3d printers milling machines all the newest technology all the softwares everything and i was like if i can't lose this opportunity like that (laughs) is that what drew you in all their technology when we talk to him we have all the scanners we have all the yeah yes absolutely like when i saw that i was like i don't think there's anywhere else that i could be so in contact with all of these you know like that's yeah once in a lifetime and i'm always trying to learn kind of like as fast as possible because when i started learning about dental technology i was already i had already a degree you know i was around 26 or 27 years old Mm -hmm. i always saw people you know, oh, I work in a dental lab since I was 14 because my father is a oh, yeah. Yeah. technician, you know. Yeah. So there were people that I knew, same age as me, who had like 10 years experience in the area. Sure. And yeah. I was like, oh, gosh, I think I'm I gotta late. Catch up. Yes, I got a good job, bro. And then that's why I think that's why I got so obsessed about it. You know, like I would study so much i would spend so many hours just like studying just doing uh, cases in my free time even like it was nothing from the lab i would just pick some stuff up to to train myself you know but it paid off i mean you learned exocad in what 2020 yes yeah 2020 and then 2023 you're teaching people how to use it that have been in the industry for 20 plus years (laughs) That's that is pretty impressive. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy when I think about it. <laughs> it was like, only three years ago. Yes. And having to learn better English to be able to do it. Like, it's just like, wow. Yes. Oh, you guys have no idea to record the course? Because then, like, I was applying. Oh, for- I'm going to ask all sorts of questions about the course. <laughs> We're going to get there. <laughs> so it was crazy because I was applying for the visa and it takes a long time, right? It's like a work visa and then you have to have lots of documents and translate everything with a certified translator. And then, oh, the, geez, yeah. Yeah, then the immigration has to, you know, analyze everything. And then they ask for more documents and then you wow. go back and forth. Like it yeah. took 
six months, I guess, for like approval. Paperwork nightmare. So yes. after you said, yes, I'll move there a month, it was still six months before you were approved to move there? Yes, yes, around that. Wow. Yeah. That's the longest job interview ever. <laughs> yes. Did you do work from them while you were waiting to move there? Not really, not really. Uh, yeah, like I did before they like before the interview, they sent, I think, like two or three cases. But just to, you know, kind of see what I was doing. Sure. But I think they just kind of like trusted because to be honest, like even if I, for example, if I didn't know how to do it, I could send someone to someone to design and then send it to them. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. not a proof that I know what I'm doing. Right. So I think they just, yeah, they just trusted that, you know, whatever I posted was legit and I actually knew what I was talking about because mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Nowadays I see a lot of people that have a, like a good Instagram and all that, but when you actually see them work and not like, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I kind of judge don't think some. You did that. Yeah. yeah. Did you okay. bait and switch that picture? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Photoshop stuff and yeah. all that. So, yeah. And then during this approval time, then um, Ahmad gave me the idea, like, are you interested in doing a course, like an Exocad course? And I was like, I'm interested. I just don't know if I can handle that. So before you even worked for him, you came up with this idea. Yes, yes. I was still in Brazil when I recorded. No, no. Kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the crazy thing because my English was way worse. And I was actually like so nervous and I didn't have any, you know, idea of the technical words because we know like for, you know, technical work we have you know specific words for stuff that when you put it on google translator for example it's not the same there's one technical term you use during the course that you always mispronounced and uh. i'm not one to say anything i mispronounce <laughs> things all the time yeah, yeah you mispronounce last names all the time I, I, yeah yeah but there's just like I don't know what it was that you said. It was like cervical. You would say it just a little off and it was. Oh, I think I know. I think I know. It's gingiva. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally it. Sorry. Oh my no. God. So embarrassed. So no, don't be embarrassed. It's just like the first time you hear it, you're like, what did you just say? And yeah. you're like, oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to tell you why this happened. So. First thing, <laughs> I had to record the class first in Portuguese. You did the whole thing in two languages? Yes. So like, oh, wow. I would first record in Portuguese and then re-watch it. And then I would transcribe everything that I said in Portuguese and add some stuff. Like if I missed a tool that I needed to show, I'm, I would just like write it down. And then I would get this text in Portuguese and then I would send it to like AI to translate ah, to English. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then, that is insane. Yeah. So like the AI would translate and also read like uh, like a you know when you have like Google Translator and then Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not Google Translator, it's another one. I don't remember now which one I used. But then this voice, she read Jinjive. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and I just repeated like you know, and then because when I was recording, probably you can't see because of my hair, but I was wearing headphones, like the earpod, uh, AirPods. Oh, no, yeah. And I was listening to the voice, <laughs> reading the text, 
And oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Damn, that's smart. I'm telling you what, you've got it going on. I can't even imagine. Wow. Yeah, so you're doing this along with, obviously, a screen showing you do the work. You weren't yes. doing that at the same time you're recording yourself? No. Like, the, the screen recording was done first. And then after that, I would put the screen recording to play. And at the same time, I would read a text from a teleprompter hmm. and hear wow. the voice also like you know reading the text because then I would know exactly when I would oh that's so confusing like even to explain it is just no it, it kind of makes sense yeah. you made the whole script doing it in Portuguese the first time right yes yes that's crazy I had no idea how long did this process take three months yeah I'm three sure months. yeah it sounds like it took three years Yes, yeah. yes. And that's why, how, how I felt too. I was like, I'm doing this for years now. And it was just like three months. Did you have to edit everything or did somebody else edit? So I pre-edited. So like I kind of sent them where I wanted my voice to start because yeah. the people editing, they don't know, you know, the tools and what I'm showing. Sure. Yeah. So I used to like kind of cut what I was saying and kind of put into place like I need this to start at one thirty-eight minutes from you know. Yep. Um, wow. Yeah. 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 And then also I had some screenshots and some other stuff that I needed to add to the course. And then I would write like a notepad, like put you know screenshot dot g um, dot png at minute. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to do that for each class and it was like eight hours yeah i was gonna say it's it's a pretty long package when it's all said and done eight hours how many hours do you think you spent recording yeah we actually had it because uh, they used ClickUp to to do some of the like recording the hours and all that i think it took me around like 500 400 wow yeah. <laughs> that's but crazy. it's like yeah because it's not only recording it's um you know from writing to record three yeah. edits and then to add the screenshots and examples and all that extra information that needed. And so everything took around 500 hours for me. And then IDD team had more like, I don't know, like a thousand hours working on it. So has the good doctor asked you to come up with another course that you're going to say yes to? <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they always have some ideas. The only problem now is that, uh, I'm working here now in New Zealand <laughs> and the, the lab is getting very busy and then like it's just hard to find time. Yeah. But yeah, I do want to do more and we are going to keep updating the course because, well, digital dentistry keeps changing every time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So like every one year you have updates, you have new stuff, you have. Mm -hmm. So if you don't update, it's just going to be, you know, I think forgotten in the past. Yeah. So I do have some ideas already that some classes that I want to record and then add to that. So people that have access to it will have like um, constant updates with new classes. Well, also ExoCAD updates. I don't know what version you were using in the course, but the version I was kind of going along with, things were slightly different. Yes. So I think it's a newer version, maybe. You yes, know, yes. it wasn't undoable, but. Just like, you know, you were like, click here. And I'm like, mm, I can't click here. It's over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's because I recorded with a 3.0 Gaway. 
and usually I think the the version now it's a three point one uh, Rayeka. Rayeka, yeah. Yeah. So you got to record it all again. Yes, everything <laughs> from scratch. So the idea we have is like comparing the three point zero to you know doing a case with both and then showing like yeah the differences and all that. But you know from this 3.0 to 3.1 it's a minor update it's not like major if you go from 2.4 to 3 that's like major changes sure yeah like i said it was just a few things i noticed that weren't weren't exactly the same and you said you recorded that all in brazil was that not to sound creepy uh that's your bedroom that was awfully clean (laughs) in the background (laughs) yeah that's actually my partner's because I have a dog and he barks a lot. (laughs) So that's also something I needed to record after midnight sometimes. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, somebody keeps their room very clean. Yes. No, but that's like a scenario. I used to come and just, you know, put everything in the right place and organize everything before I record. It's not always that clean. (laughs) (laughs) He brought you out there and... Did you just jump in and be a designer? Is that what he brought you over for? So during the interview, they also asked me, like, can you stain and glaze? Can you do layering? Like, like what else can you do, right? And I said, mm-hmm. look, I like my expertise is CAD design. Like, I'm very good at it and I'm very fast. <laughs> they are actually pretty impressed because when I was in Brazil, I, I was doing around 600 units per month. So Oh, wow. Yeah, so like I, I just learned how how to be productive with, you know, the with the workflow. So they asked me that because they said it's a small lab. Like now we are growing, but it's uh, me and two Asians, like one Korean, one Chinese. Mm-hmm. And everybody kind of does everything. Like if I design, I mill myself and then I center myself. Oh, and then, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's not like big labs where you have, you know, different sectors like CAD CAM sure. yeah, and the ceremony. Is that and, lab in the same building as a practice? Because I know he's got like a bunch of practices. Yeah. It's inside one of like one of the practice, the, the biggest one. But mm-hmm. it's starting to, to get small for us. We might, yeah. we might be moving next wow. year. Do you get to see patients? So sometimes, yeah. Sometimes like to, you know, take the shade or um, get some feedback. They do call us and see the patient. Is that your first experience dealing with the patient? Yes. Yes. Do you like it? Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. Like now I'm having, for example, one uh, all on X case where the patient is a, around like 85 years old. Oh, wow. But she brought like a picture of a model from around like <laughs> 20 years old. Oh, and she yes. said, yeah, that's so said, fun. <laughs> Yep. And she said, I want this smile. And I'm like, oh, my God, how do I say that? Anyway. Yep. You turn off the lights and say, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, she comes sometimes, like, she wants to see me design to. For oh, her, really? Yeah, like, for her to point out what she wants. So yep. there was one time oh, yeah. she sat on the side and it was just like, ah, oh, can you make the canines like this? She doesn't, she doesn't know canines, right? She just points and be like, I yeah, want yeah. this longer. I want this. So sometimes it's a bit annoying, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I have yeah. a patient like that right now and she wants oh, to yeah. design her case and she's being completely unreasonable and I'm going to choke her. 
<laughs> I said, you know what? Take my design, make a copy of it, and draw on it exactly what you think you're looking for. And I haven't heard from her since. Uh, yeah, like, that's well, that's the thing. I don't know. They they know what they want at the end. Right. They are. They have expectations yeah. that if they, mm-hmm. you know, have this smile, they're gonna look like this. And then when they try it on, they see like, well, that's not how it works. You know. So I'm doing like the third time the trying for her. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes a bit annoying, but I feel overall here here in New Zealand, um, people are not so into aesthetics. I don't know. Really? It's, yeah. Huh. I think like culturally, they don't care about the appearance. Like it's really funny. People go to the supermarket, for example, they go barefoot and they go in pajamas. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Barefoot? Yeah. There's a big Gross. culture here. <laughs> well, the dog didn't like that. Yeah. That must be Cuppy. Cuppy's like, what the hell? You got to put shoes on when you go to the grocery store, people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like not even depending on the, the no financial uh, position of the of the people. It's just, just cultural. Casual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then I think everyone just looked like they just, I mean, not everyone, but like, 90%, they just want to have something in their mouth. Doesn't care if it's actually beautiful or not, you know? So, yeah, I, f- I don't feel as much pressure as I did in Brazil with the aesthetic. Like, they also always wanted something so perfect and so white and so, you know, like Hollywood smile yeah. and all that. And in here, it's completely different. It's more chill. Not a lot of bleach shades in New Zealand? No, almost like I did That's one crazy. time. One time I did a BL. In 10 months yeah <laughs> everybody else is d4 yeah <laughs> d4 that's crazy so what's next for you so are uh, you said you were there for 10 months are you going home was it only like a visa um so yeah i'm on a work visa now for three years it's a uh, how long it's valid for so i'm almost like on my first year and then i'll have two more after that i can i mean i have some things that i need before i can request residency right do you think you want to live there like live there live there that's a that's a tricky question (laughs) because i really like it here it's very peaceful it's very beautiful like the nature i've never seen like i lived in the u.s already in uh, delaware Mm -hmm. because i did my senior year in high school there nice yeah so like uh, it was only for six months or like a quick exchange program but uh, i was 17 at the time so I, I travel in the U.S. You know, I I lived in Germany as well. So I've been I've been to a couple of places, and New Zealand is like very beautiful, like very nice place, but it's very far away from home, and that's something that I need to consider before you know making the final decision if I want to stay or not. Understood. That makes perfect yeah. sense to me. Yeah. I bet you miss your mom. Has your mom come to see you, or have you gone back and forth at all, or just over there and that's it for three years? Yeah, so it's so expensive and so, you know, hard to, to come here that yeah. we actually haven't seen each other and we are, no. like, looking for some flight tickets and all. But uh, it's around, like, 3K. Like Yeah, I was thinking to, that. Yeah. yeah, because you have to cross the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. which is huge. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like 18 hours on a plane. Um, yeah, that's a little much. <laughs> yes, can you imagine? And there's no, no land. It's no. just like if something happens, 
you're bye never bye. gonna find you just like yeah yeah and then because of that the planes cannot be full when they fly in uh to come here so that's mm -hmm. why the the flight tickets are a bit more expensive oh that makes sense huh. yeah but uh again like uh i'm trying to just enjoy my time here i'm learning so much i feel like i've learned in 10 months what i learned in four years you know like yeah i'm just having so much time to you know deal with different printers different resins they're also very cool to like if you want to try stuff you just you can try don't doesn't matter about material like mm -hmm. you know they're there's an, an institute as well so for them it's also good that we try stuff that we oh yeah you know, yeah and he's got a lot of respect and he goes on and says hey we use this and we tried this and this is good and this is and nobody's paying you know him to use their materials or their equipment and i just think that's yep. just impartial it's a great experience and i'm sure you guys have access to a ton of new technology yes basically. everybody Almost loves everything. technology <laughs> sometimes Some, sometimes exactly yeah so if you wanted to try like a new kind of i don't know zirconia you could just mention it and they're all on board um yes exactly just That's like, awesome just you know we say like oh i want to try this when i try that usually it's fine like uh, sometimes ahmad can get it through idd sometimes we you know order material and yeah we've been trying a lot of stuff and that's why i think that's the the best way to learn to actually like trial and error <laughs> you know mm -hmm. yeah because you can read it in a blog or watch a video on youtube and you never know like if it's exactly how it is. Sometimes I, I would watch tutorials and I would try and then it's like, well, it doesn't look like the video, like it's a bit weird. Yep. So that's why I think like I'm I'm learning very, very fast and, and a lot. And I'm just so grateful. Yeah, just so grateful to be here. Nice. You're one of the fastest learners I've ever met. Oh yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Thank I you. I mean, your story only started, what, yeah. five years ago? Other than, you know, your your CAD background, but into dental and where you're at now. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Absolutely amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for spending all that time to do a course. I've mentioned on this podcast a few times, IDD, the Institute of Digital Dentistry.com. That ExoCAD course that you did, amazing. Wow. Just absolutely amazing. Elvis had nothing but positive things, honestly, to say about that course and how much he learned and how amazing you were. So oh, I feel well so done. happy to hear that. Thank you so much. And if you have any questions, Elvis or Barb, if you want to, you know, <laughs> watch the course too. And if you have any questions, you can, you know, send me on my socials and I'll be happy to help you guys. Will you do my design work? Can I <laughs> uh, send that to you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Not in a creepy way, though. No. <laughs> well done on point on <laughs> and also just a one thing um me yeah. and julian from idd we made a discount for people listening to the podcast so oh wow well, that's fantastic yeah if you guys listening uh want to go check it out it's a uh, voices and then you get 10 percent off on the checkout. Wow, oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Thank you. A hundred percent worth it for yep. anyone wanting to learn ExoCAD. <laughs> I think you. every lab that uses ExoCAD should just have this program for when they hire people. It's just that good. It's just, it's just a no brainer. And thank you for doing it. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.
Thank you so much Good for inviting me, guys. Yes, thank you, thank you. Great to meet you, and hopefully you'll get back to the States sometime and maybe go to a dental show. Oh, yes, yeah, I, I plan to. <laughs> I really nice. do. Uh, maybe not this year, but the next one, maybe. I'll, I'll try. I'll let you guys know, and then we can meet in person. <laughs> awesome. Sounds great. Love it. Thank you yes. so much. Marjorie, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Yep, bye. Have you ever wanted to learn ExoCAD? Do you find learning a new design software overwhelming or just too costly because you have to go to a course that takes a whole weekend? Even if you've never used a design software before, we have the perfect solution for you to begin your ExoCAD journey. Head over to instituteofdigitaldentistry.com and select the Mastering ExoCAD course. Broken down into three segments, the amazing Marjorie will take you through fundamentals, then immediate, and then advanced courses, leaving you with the confidence to tackle most cases that come into your lab. I personally am going through all 70 lessons and find it one of the most thorough courses that I can take at my own pace. And for being a listener of the podcast, if you enter the code VOICES, which is V-O-I-C-E-S, when checking out, IDD will take an additional 10% off any course they offer and they offer a ton of content for labs and clinics. Head over to the instituteofdigitaldentistry.com for this episode's show notes for more information. A huge thanks to Marjorie for being such an amazing badass coming on our podcast to tell your story. It's really amazing that somebody went to dental school that only met two days a month in Brazil ended up teaching others how to design with ExoCAD in New Zealand only a few years later. It takes a lot of balls. I think we both said that before for you to do what you did. So congratulations. Cannot wait to see what you do next. If you guys want to check out her course, head over to the Institute of Digital Dentistry.com and select the Mastering ExoCAD course. And don't forget, use the code VOICES and you get 10% off this and other courses on their site. Thank you, Marjorie. You're amazing. Good luck to you, lady. We appreciate it. But you know what? As we wrap up 2023, we appreciate everybody that's been listening, tuning in, people that have come on the podcast, our amazing sponsors that have supported us. We're really looking forward to 2024. We already got visions lined up. Lab Day Chicago lined up. ExoCAD in Spain lined up. I don't even feel like we're not missing any momentum. Like we're getting faster and better and growing and so proud of us. And thank you. Because if it wasn't for our listeners, we wouldn't be in us. It's all about the listeners in this amazing industry that I'm happy to be a part of. Ditto. Ditto. That's all I got is ditto. And Merry Christmas, you guys. I hope you spend time with your families. Please don't work or even think about doctors or any sort of dental technology at all today. Just let it go, except for this podcast, of course. And enjoy your day. All right, everybody. That's all we got for you. We're wrapping it up. We will talk to you in 2024. Have a good one. For 272 hours, I think I've gotten to know you a little bit. (laughs) I know you have.